What day of uh, quarantine are we on now? Well, I don't know. You started before I did. So I started, um, let's see. I'm looking at the dates here. Uh, March. I think I started March. Wait, was it 6th that we found out? I think 6th was my last, the 6th or 13th was my last day. I think it was the 13th was my last day. So this would be, technically, I found out that that was it. So I've been on quarantine personally for, it looks like 10 days. This is day 10 for me. Wow. How are you doing? How are you holding up? Um, this is, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm pretty bulletproof when it comes to staying home. Um, yeah. I mean, here, here's what I do. Uh, I go outside. And I keep I keep my social distancing up, you know. I uh, keep my, my six feet distance from people. But I go outside, all the same. And I stand outside for about 20 minutes. And maybe I'll sit down or read. And then I'm like, you know what? That's enough outside. And then I go back inside and I'm, I'm, I'm rejuvenated again. So <laughs> I, I'm, it doesn't take much to, uh, to satisfy my outdoors, you know, my 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 need for the outdoors. So I'm I'm actually doing okay. I thrive, I thrive in closed spaces. Um, not in I wouldn't say like small spaces, but like enclosed. Like I'm in a house and there's a door that's locked, and I can open a window and get fresh air whenever I feel like it. But you know what? I feel safer just being in here. So that's 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 how that's how sad um it may sound but to me it's it's i'm okay so i i i embrace it it's it may sound sad sad to some but to me you know i'm okay i'm a homebody but that doesn't mean i don't like going places i do like going places it's just when i get there i kind of want to come home i'm just like mm-hmm. all right i'm here i re- i enjoyed it i did it i did the thing i'm 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 I, and not that i'm not enjoying it like you know especially like when we went to arizona all those years ago uh, and saw jimmy world i loved that entire thing and like I loved like especially that ride home when we stopped in the middle of the desert, lights off and just literally like sat there for I think thirty minutes or so. I mean, I'm pretty sure we were there for at least twenty, maybe thirty minutes, just in the dark with no lights. Well, except for I wanted I wanted to keep the headlights on so car, cars wouldn't hit us. Um, the what is it called? The blinking lights. But um, but yeah, I, that trip was amazing. And then I get home and I'm like, I'm so happy I'm home. <laughs> and it doesn't compare. It's a different thing. It's not like one's better than the other. I'm just happy I'm home. You know, I, I have I, I that's I I get to experience that more than the happiness of being elsewhere. So maybe maybe I've I've I have Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> well, I am on day five of quarantine, and I feel the opposite of you. <laughs> Are you going crazy? <laughs> yeah, I'm going nuts. Wait, 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 wait. What's the opposite of court? What would be the opposite of court? Like, stay out of your houses. Everyone yeah, stay that, out of your houses. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be a fan would, of that either. Although. <laughs> well, what, is there anything that can cause something like that? I don't think so. You know, it is weird. I, I spent probably Electronic not, devices. Not If they more found than electronic devices, were like, for, somehow all at once, were like, feet were giving off, like, some crazy bad, you know, radiation and shit. Like then they would tell you to exit your houses and maybe you might have to stay outside for a while. You know, camp. It's it's so I spent probably December through most of February uh not at home. Like I probably spent an average of like an hour at my house. Yes. For those months. Um yes. every day. Like may- maybe an hour. 
And I don't know. It's not like I need to be home. It's nice to have a place to go, though, when you need to. Oh, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. That said, <coughs> I'm still trying to, By the trying way, to get outside I, I, a little bit. <coughs> and... it, was, it was somewhat brought to my attention that I was coughing in, uh, in the last podcast. I assure you, I am not sick. But, uh, oh, uh, no. You know, as you know, as you know, I am a bit of a smoker, but I am not. I'm not sick with the corona, so. Well, I don't know that. So, all is well. Well, you don't know that, and I, technically, I guess I don't either. But yeah. um, I know that you've been inside yeah. for ten days, though. <laughs> that yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. I, the chances of me having it are, are pretty damn low. I mean, I haven't really <laughs> been anywhere. Uh, I have, I have, however, uh, went through the drive-through of Pizza Hut. Um, and let's see. Where else? Uh, I've been um, drive through Pizza Hut, drive through of Starbucks, and okay. I think that's about it. That's oh no, well, I mean I have been I have been to the liquor store. That is true. I have been to the liquor store, but I think that's about it in the last like yeah eight days because we went shopping that first weekend. So right. So here's some um, some random thoughts for you. I want to see what you think. Okay. All right, tell me. All right, one. I've been thinking that this whole thing is kind of an example of turning lemonade into lemons. <laughs> it's it's the other way around, isn't it? So, you know, when people want to correct me on that, this is this is the thought process, right? You yes. go like, "Hey, would you like uh like a few days off of work?" It's like, "Okay." I'll take a couple days off of work. That sounds nice. I go, yeah. okay, so now you're just out of work. Like, oh, I, I don't have a job? You still have a job. You're just, no one's no one's going. Okay, well, I guess I'll, I guess I'll just hang out with my friends. No, you can't hang <laughs> out with your friends. Why not? Is it is it because they're busy working? No, they're, they're not at work either. It's just you can't hang out with them. Oh, oh, oh okay, I won't, uh. I won't hang out with my friends. So what? What do I do? Well, do you want to spend some more time with your family? I I love my family. I could spend time with my family. Okay, congratulations. Now you're going to be stuck in a room with them for the next, you know, two weeks to a month, maybe two months. Oh, well, I I don't necessarily want to spend that much time with my family. <laughs> um. So yeah, turning. Turning lemonade into lemons. Everything that you would normally think of as a good thing, they've done, only they've made it bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's actually... <laughs> like, I'll, I'll take the I time actually, off of work. I agree with I'll, that. I'll go hiking. No, we've shut down the trails. Well, I I don't know. I'll, I'll go to the movies then. No, the movie theater shut down. Oh, yep. okay, well, at least I'll get to hang out with my loved ones. S- some of them, and only them. Oh. Okay. Well, here I am. So, there's that. Also, I woke up this morning, and here was the news that I saw. You know, I just scrolled through my Facebook feed for like, I don't know, two minutes or something like that. And here was the two... I don't know what it is with my Facebook friends. This isn't... uh. To be fair, 
the second post I'm going to talk about wasn't shared by anyone that I would consider like my friend. It's just my yes. Facebook friends, right? But here was the post that I saw some repeat posts from. Uh, one is the the bill that passed this morning. Which bill's that? Uh, we'll all be getting a check for twelve hundred dollars or fifteen hundred dollars or something. Oh, the, 12, did they actually right? push it through? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, how much? Do you know how much it is? Did it say twelve? I think I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's twelve. Obviously, since you have two kids, you'll be getting more. But oh, oh, they're basing it off of I see. I, okay. I want to say three hundred dollars so, per kid, up to four kids, something like that. Um, got it. Got it. So congratulations. You're gonna get some money. Uh, yeah, free, free. I love, I, I love the uh, the response that people had at first, where it was just like, "Hey, we're gonna give, uh, we're gonna give free, free money out to you." It's like, why didn't you do this sooner? Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like the attitude like we have as as Americans, especially on the coast. It's you know, called entitlement. Uh, it, it, yeah, entitlement it's like it's like I go I go back to that one joke uh, where Louis C.K. Um, uh, when he was saying, like, you know, like when they put internet on the plane, and oh, right, like, right. they just announced it, no one knew it existed. They're like, hey, there's this new thing, you know, we have internet now, free Wi-Fi, just connect to it, and it like broke down two minutes later, and that kid next to him was just like, this fucking bullshit. Like, it's like, <laughs> how are you going to world... get mad about something that yeah. you didn't even know existed two minutes ago? <laughs> That's exactly what, as soon as they announced it and people were just like, well, yeah, but why didn't you do this a week ago? Like, it's like, yeah, I mean. Or my favorite when they're like, oh, only a thousand dollars. And like, I get that mentality because that's not as much as we would have been making at work. But at the same time, when was the last time you just got a check in the mail for a thousand dollars for doing nothing? Right. Exactly. And that's, that's kind of the sentiment. Like, I, I understand like you know that people, some people are not. Um, I don't believe, believe in luck, but unlucky in a sense, where they're dealt a kind of a shitty hand um, from the get go. So it's it's difficult, and then you know, and when the time of something like this, which you know, an AOG or Act of God or whatever you want to call it, and where the government you know is maybe should step in, but well, I I understand that it's hard, but at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know about you, but I wasn't expecting money. <laughs> I guess people were, but I wasn't expecting just to free money like for you know at least what is it two because there's it's two uh, it's two times over isn't it? It's not just one payment; it's two. I think. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yet. They'll probably have to pass I, that. I, I assume pro- it depends on how, how, how long we're out. Yeah, and I, I guess they'll see how it works because I mean, of course, the stimulus pad. I mean, it's supposed to stimulate the economy. It does suck. I so, mean, the money's coming from somewhere. Like, where's that money coming from? So you know, I got a lot of. True. Uh, I have a lot of people on both both sides of the aisle on uh, on my Facebook feed, and there's a lot of people that are complaining because, I mean, th- it's weird because this does go against my natural conservative tendencies, but at the same time, yeah, but this is not a po- like wait, we need this is a we need money, you know, yeah, this the is, world yeah, is still is running different. on money, and now I have none coming in, and I don't I mean, really have I, an I'm, option. I'm trying to get another job right now. I don't like what, what am I supposed to do? You know. So, right, 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 right. I mean, these are a bunch of people. They're not. They don't want to be out of work. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, true. It... So that was the first thing that I saw multiple posts about. The most about that, but another one I saw a few about was that uh, Pornhub is offering Pornhub Premium uh, 
for free for the next month. Oh, wow. To give you something fun to do while you're in quarantine. <laughs> and Dude, I'm, I'm just so happy everyone's doing their part. Right, everyone's doing their part. I just thought that that was funny because I, I just saw that and I'm like, <clears throat> okay, let me see if I can say this right. I don't care. Okay, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that no matter what your position on porn is, whether you're super against it or whether you're very pro or somewhere in the middle where you're just like, oh, that exists and, you know, if you like it, then just watch it or whatever. I'm assuming that we can all agree. (laughs) Look, uh, quarantine has got me as lonely and as horny and as uh, poor (laughs) as the next person. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But can we all agree that maybe the best thing to do right now is not to masturbate for 24 hours a day, every day for the next month? Yeah, I mean, can we all I mean, agree for, that maybe for some people, maybe there's healthier things to be doing in your time of quarantine? Well, I, I would agree with you, but I also think it depends on the person. Because if there's a person out there who's like, "I want to go do bad things," then I would say, "No, you need to stay home and masturbate. <laughs> you, <laughs> you need to not be out spreading, you know, the, whatever viruses that aren't the coronavirus plus the coronavirus to everyone, and you should right. stay home." And, and masturbate, <laughs> like well, there you, I, I, you know, there there is a small sliver of people, but I I agree with your sentiment. For the majority of people, yeah, like that's not. But you know, who's to say? The, you know, Pornhub isn't necessarily. You know, I don't think they'd be uh, advocating for that necessarily. Just hey, like you know, you got an hour, <laughs> and then like that would be you know like that would that would I would I would sympathize with that with an hour. I understand that. That's a little, you, you know. I will be honest. You, I have no shame in the, no shame in this, but that's a little long in my book. But uh, you know, I'm I'm I don't know. I'm I'm also a little bit older than you know. I'm not in my twenties anymore. So maybe <laughs> maybe sometime in my twenties, an hour would have been a fair amount of time. I think there right. would have been a time in my twenties. Yeah. Do you remember? Um, remember or maybe did you see that Family Guy episode where Quagmire learns about uh, internet porn? Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a really. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. That's like one of the probably one of my favorite scenes in that show. Even though it's, it is. I what love it when is, they ask like, like, when he walks out. They ask him if he's all like right. a month yeah. or something like that, and he walks outside, and then when he points at something with his left arm, it's like super yeah. buff. <laughs> well, and then I love the I'm like he gets distracted. He's like, "Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go back inside." Like, you gotta. <laughs> I can't be out here right now. I gotta. I gotta go back. I gotta go back. Uh, oh, speaking of speaking of entertainment, uh, I have watched. I am almost caught up with Better Call Saul, and I watched uh, The Invisible Man. You know what? I forgot about Better Call Saul. I was watching that. I forgot about it a couple weeks ago. A lot of people forgot about it, including us. I mean, literally, like we're just now catching up. With I'll it. actually be honest. I'm not liking so. the season. I don't know what you know. Whatever season they're on now, I'm not watching that. Um, so I'm watching whatever got put up on Netflix most recently, and I'm not yeah. liking it as much as I did the previous, I think, two seasons. Maybe maybe it's three. It's weird, because one reason I really liked it is it was, like, kind of... It was different than um, than Breaking Bad. It was kind of lighter. It was, like, more entertaining, and I thought it was, right. like, just as smart. But then this last season, you know, it's getting a lot more into the, the drug cartel stuff, and so it's, like, just as dark as 
as Breaking Bad was. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually right about me. It's like that's more watching uh, Lord of the Rings again. Um, I like the Hobbit movies more because they're not so dark. So I don't know what it is. It's like when I was younger. Are you saying what? Yes, I'm saying what. You saying yeah, you like I, the Hobbits movies more than the the Lord of the Lord of the Rings trilogy? You like the the trilogy of the Hobbit? I'm gonna have to rewatch them, but I did just rewatch uh, Lord of the Rings, and I think I'm gonna go ahead and say yes. You're you are alone. You are the only person on this planet. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> just so you know, you know you you. Hey, look, we're all in this together. But when it comes to that, you're alone. <laughs> That one little thing, like, <laughs> I've never heard that before. And uh, my brother, who's the, probably the biggest Lord of the Rings fan I know, would, um, he'd probably, well, he, he might, he might disown you. He might, he might. The, it's good, man. The Hobbit movies are really good. I don't know why they get so much crap. Also, hey, I can't say It's anything. funny because the movies, those Lord of the Rings movies are the first so rushed. That's how I felt when I saw them in theaters when I was younger and rewatching them. They're really? so rushed. Yes, and The Hobbit isn't rushed at all because they took the shortest of those four books and turned it into three movies by itself. It should have been two movies. It should have been two movies. I mean, that entire third movie, I feel like, wasn't part of the book. I feel like it was just other stuff. See, I felt that way about the second movie. I haven't read the book since I was... uh, I haven't read the book since I was in sixth grade, but pretty sure. (laughs) So wow. well, hey, you know what? I, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna table that because again, I haven't seen the third Hobbit movie, so I, I right. stopped watching them. <clears throat> so I need to see it again. Um, <clears throat> I did watch a little bit of Lord of the Rings recently, and it's still like I remember thinking like they can't even remake this. Like, don't even try. This is you know what? So, it's they just could, as good. They now could do as better. Then. They could do better. I'm oh rewatching my gosh. it. What is wrong I, with you? They can. It's it's funny because I I what is um, wrong with you. I remember reading those books. So I read that one in seventh grade. Um, and then I, so I read all three of them between seventh and eighth grade. And, uh, and what's weird is I, I remember the first one's just so like when you're reading it, Bilbo gives the ring over to Frodo and then a long time goes by and then Gandalf comes back and then another long time goes by. This is how I remember it anyway. And then they start traveling and it's <sighs> very like, oh, okay. And they prepare for like two months. He like sells everything and then they leave and they like go to one place and they take a bath and like everything is very slow. Whereas in the right. movie, it's like he runs the ring racer after him immediately. <coughs> um, the whole thing is very fast paced. So I was looking it up the other day and I'm like, okay, yeah. so how long do those movies take place over? Or those that the Lord of the Rings? How long does it take place over? The short answer is twenty years. Sorry, what? Twenty years. Bilbo gives the ring to Frodo, and 17 what? years goes by, and then really? Frodo leaves. So basically, all the action takes place over three years. Uh, what happens when the other... Wait, I don't understand. So wait, if it happens over 17 years... He just years, chills at home. Action... He just chills at home, and, and Gandalf doesn't know... I mean, it's funny, because when you read The Hobbit... Um, and we don't need to talk about this forever, or maybe we do. I don't know. But when you read The Hobbit, yeah, yeah. Uh, J.R.L. Tolkien, he... I, I think it's clear that the ring at that point was not bad in his mind. Right. Okay. Um. So the ring at that point for him 
or for for Tolkien was not bad. It was just a thing. Uh, yeah. And then he started formulating it more for Lord of the Rings or whatever. And so then at that point it becomes what it becomes, right? Um, so there you go. That's. Uh, I really wish I knew more about Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is like, one of those uh, lore, like fa- uh, fandoms that I, I didn't I didn't get on board in time. I, I mean, I I wish I was I guess introduced to it. I don't want to say younger because I was pretty young when I saw it. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> I mean, you that would have been younger. I, like, okay, so I was introduced to the Hobbit sixth grade, <sighs> maybe fifth grade, one of those. Yeah, two. yeah. I read it in sixth grade though for sure, and then. Um, and then the Lord of the Rings books I didn't start reading till after Lord of the Rings wasn't out yet, but I saw the trailer and I was right. like, that looks so good. So I started reading the books then. Um, and they're heavy. They're, they're difficult, especially I, it's weird. Cause I think that it'd be more difficult for me now than it was then just cause like I was reading all the time then. But even then that was like a, a rough read for me at that age. And then, um, yeah. yeah, anyway, there you go. That's uh, yeah. So I finished it's, those. I mean, they're good. They could do better. You know what? I, I mean, yeah, I can, I can. I mean, of course, I can imagine them doing better. You know, when I heard about the TV series, I thought, uh, um, I thought that'd be a really bad idea to to redo the the movies as a TV series. But it looks like they're not. They're doing some other stories. No, they're not. Maybe. They're going to do other and, stories. You know what? You know what? I actually yeah, really wish fine. that more of these books would become TV like on HBO or even Netflix or whatever. I wish that they would start doing them. That way they could, you know, yeah. whenever you watch a movie, you're like, oh, they left this out, they left that out, they left this out. Right. And I just picture, like, like what if Harry Potter, every book was a season of some miniseries? Yeah, for sure. That way you don't have to leave anything out. And some seasons will be more yeah. episodes than others because some of the books are longer than others. Right, right, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, um... And I, you know, there's there's other other things like like I hear so much about this this this, you know, uh, like I was saying, you know, about the fandom of, of Lord of the Rings. I wish I got into that more, but not really, because then it took because like you know, you know, I'm a Star Wars fanboy, so I know all the like I'm really into Star Wars. I understand the lore, and I kind of was, was like, you know, I wish I knew as much as I knew. Not like you know, I wish I knew Lord of the Rings and not Star Wars, but I wish I knew as much. But you know, there's so much time and effort that goes into like reading and the backstory. Like my brother, who's into Lord of the Rings, he has all the he has like lore books and the sim, what is it, the Silmarillion, and and he takes time and actually like it's like Stephen Colbert when he would just bust out with Lord of the Rings facts. Yeah, you know, um, I always found that so impressive just because like anyone who gets into a certain like fandom, I I, I really dig. I'm like, oh, that sounds so cool. You know, I lo- um, and that's where you know I hope, but now. Star Wars is so saturated. I feel like when I talk about Star Wars, as excited as I am about it, I feel like everyone else is just kind of like, "Yeah, I saw that movie. Yeah, that's well, it's whatever." You know, and that's fine. Um, but hopefully, you know, hopefully, go, uh, that's part of the reason why I'm actually okay with it going away for a little bit because I want it to be, I want it to be kind of fresh and exciting. For it's always exciting to me, but to other people too. And another one of those, all that to round about and say, Dune is one of those things that, like, I've always told... I've always been told, hey, I, you would really like Dune, but it's so... I, I, I looked up the books. Like, right now, I'm just... You know, I'm, I'm actually, um, you know, fi- finishing the first Game of Thrones book. Uh, and, I, you know, I can do that because I saw the show. I, I have the that the imagery in my head, and the books are flow much easier now, and that's how... That just shows you how unimaginative I am. 
um, watching the show, I can actually, you know, like pay attention to the books more. <laughs> Uh, and I'm doing that because I, of course, didn't like the ending to Game of Thrones. So I'm hoping George R. R. Martin gives us something new. But Dune is one of those things where I'm just like, it's so, it looks so dense that I would love if they turned it into an HBO show. Like a straight-up, mm-hmm. full-blown HBO show. I heard there's a movie. Are they, are they doing a movie? Or are they, they're not doing a show, are they? I think it's a movie. Okay, yeah, I wish they would Although do I don't show. know anything what? about Dune, to be honest. That's not... Not I mean, what own. I would do if I were them, I would do a Dune movie. If I was really like, I mean, I know nothing about the series, so I can't really say anything. But I can understand if they did a Dune movie, and then they're like on the, you know, and this is kickstarting a, you know, a whole show because there's like a whole bunch of books and everything. And I hear, yeah, you know, I hear it's a long, so there's a lot of stories in there. So, right. Um, but yeah, but anyway, anyway, you know, on my end, you know, Star Trek is kind of. Uh, another one of those where um, I, I are you watching I Picard? And, well, yeah, that's exactly what I was going into. Is I, I love Star Trek. I, I, I'm I've you know I live in that fandom too. And straight up, I have not seen, I've not finished the second season of Star Trek Discovery because it just got just got really. <sighs> Dude, these shows. I think I've talked to you about this. They, these shows they become like like they string you along. Star Trek used to be. An inc- like there would be parts like here's Star Trek, uh, you know, uh, t- uh, Arrow's Time, uh, or Time's Arrow, Part One and Part Two, and then of course like what happened in there they would they, you know it would be integrated into the fabric of Star Trek, but it wasn't like like the end of this episode leads into the next episode, and they just oh, yeah. it's just like every, every episode other... was complete by itself. Right. Yes. And Breaking Bad is a fantastic show that does that and does it so good, but it's not for Star Trek. And all the trackies know it, and that's why we're watching it, and we're kind of going. We don't want to be strung along. Like I think uh, Red Letter Media on YouTube almost said it best, where they were they were uh, they were reviewing it, and I was watching Picard reviews without watching Picard, and I'm watching them talk about how like we just don't want to be strung along again for like the last two seasons of of Star Trek Discovery, and and I, I have so no, I haven't started Picard. I'm a you know I I, I I'm going to watch it, and now is the perfect time. It's. Just, I will watch it. I guarantee you before quarantine's over. But it's not on my. It's not on my. Like I need to go watch it. I'm watching Clone Wars right now. Like Clone Wars has been awesome. Okay. Um, the, the it's the final season of Clone Wars, leading right into Star Wars Episode Three. And uh, uh, Noah and I every Saturday morning, just like Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, every Saturday, and if we don't hit Saturday, we do Sunday. But Saturday, Saturday morning or Sunday morning, we get up and we watch uh, the new episode of Clone Wars. Like that's. That's been really, really cool because that's 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 been quality. You know, I'm uh, I'm. This is not where you're going with that, but I'm really looking forward to having kids someday. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, there's always going to be something. And not just so I'll there's get more money from the the package. Okay, not just oh yeah, no, so I'll get more money <laughs> no, from that, the government. No, that's just gravy. That's that's all gravy. No, no, there's always going to be something on man, whether it's on now or on later. There's always going to be something. Like, you know, and it's weird, you know, um, there's so many things that, and of course this is, makes sense, uh, you know, because I liked things when I was a kid that my dad, my dad wasn't into Power Rangers, my dad wasn't into, you know, Ninja Turtles, but it's funny as a dad, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm kind of a nerdy guy like that, I'm gonna be into all that stuff, and like, he watches some, you know, um, I don't know, uh... I don't even know what half the stuff's called, but he watches it and it's like, yeah, that's how my dad kind of looked at like my Power Rangers. He's like not very interested, you know, but there's a few things here we have in common. Like 
he likes scary stuff, so I try to, you know, we try to mitigate, you know, scary video games, and, right. you know, Star Wars Clone Wars, um, and Star Wars, you know, Star Wars movies, but, uh, you know, and Batman, like the Batman animated cartoon, like that was another one. But other than that, yeah, like, um, he has a whole slew of stuff that he watches that I just, I mean, it's fine. I just don't really, like, get it, but that's because I'm also not nine, you know? <laughs> I'm not eight, mm-hmm. nine years old. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's funny watching him develop his own personality and his own tastes and his own, like, fav- you know, top five stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, he asked me what my top five foods were the other day. Oh, no, no, sorry, that was Emma. Emma asked me what my top five foods were the other day. Noah asked me my top five game, uh, Mario games and Zelda games. You know so, what? It's already, um, it's already starting. Callie's daughter, Bella, we used to do yeah. these top five lists all the time, starting when she was like two or three. And it was, uh, it was That's really adorable. cool. Like She would put together these lists, and it was just neat. Yeah, that's that's actually adorable. Yeah, yeah, that was like uh, her know, favorite I, thing to do. I think it's a good. Uh, yeah, I think lists. I think it's a good exercise. Good exercise to like. These are the things that you know that are outside of me that I feel define me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of called nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think uh, I don't know, kind of like fostering that, where it's like these things don't you you know these things don't define you. You you let the like you kind of like. You tell it's kind of like they define you in a sense where you chose it, not because you know it's all you are. It's an right. extension of you. You know what I mean? It's okay, like you know where people say it's like stupid that people go to conventions and really like stuff. Like even the even the I mean I, it's weird. You know then yeah it does get weird with like the ponies. The 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 what is it called? What are they called? The po- the 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 what? Uh, My Little Ponies. What are they called? Oh them? yeah yeah. Are they called. They're called my you know little what they're ponies. Called? Well, yeah, but there's a name for them. There's a name for them, and uh, I ponies, forgot I think. what it is. No, there's oh. an actual uh, like po- like my little ponies. They go to a convention, like the pony convention. It's not a pony convention. It's gonna bug me. It's gonna really bug me. But I don't want to. I don't want to search it up right now. Anyways, yeah. Then there's that where it's like has like middle aged men and stuff like that. And I, I I don't know enough to make a huge judgment. I mean, it sounds weird out the gate, <laughs> but all in all. For the most part, for most people, like you know, loving that stuff is uh, is just as you know as real as I think you know uh, loving you know stuff something you've created. It's just um, you know it's it's being a fan. It's being on the opposite. You know, obviously being a, a fan instead of a creator for that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but hey, oh, uh, before I forget, Invisible Man. Um, what did you you said you liked it, right? Invisible Man. Yeah, I loved it. Yes, I I would say, so. If we have a scale of, I, I hated it. I didn't like it. I thought it was okay. I liked it. I I liked it. I loved it. Mine would be I liked it. <laughs> so I'm if we I, you know what better yet if we had a scale of out of five, I would say a four. Would you give it a five out of five? No. Four point five out of five. I mean, out of five? Um, yeah. How about out of ten? Out of ten, if that's easier. Maybe out of ten? Well, I'll do yeah. the same thing. Eight, eight out of ten? Four out of five? So if it was like on a Rotten Tomatoes score, it would be like 80%? Yeah. 
Yeah, I go. I go seventy-two percent. Seventy-two percent. Seventy-two. That's a very precise number, Michael. It is seven point two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or point point seven two. <laughs> Depending on how you're looking at it mathematically, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was intense the whole way through. Dude, we to, oh my gosh! I, I yeah, the, the I restaurant thought it, scene. It, they had opportunities for, to be uh, what we'll call gore porn, and they didn't do it, which I was yes, happy about. Yeah. yeah, like they could they could have taken things a lot further, but they they focused, I thought, on being uh, scary or intense more than they focused on anything else, like grotesque or whatever. Not that yeah, it's weird because yeah, that, it's not true. like every movie. I'm not against some movies being more grotesque I just thought that the way that they did that movie fit that movie and I'm tired of seeing movies go in directions that they shouldn't go in right yeah 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 I'm, I'm definitely with you on that um, uh, I, you know I, I liked it I uh, it I, I don't hey. really ha- I, I'm trying to think of yeah uh, well I'm going to change the subject so if you have anything okay. else to say about this we I'm definitely more than open to still yeah. talking about the invisible man <laughs> yeah no it's it's yeah no i mean i liked it like uh, i what i thought was clever was um i was trying to figure out the invisible thing for the for for a minute there and i'm like uh-huh. so yeah so i guess he like he figured out he's invisible because it was really gr- okay three things one it was really great that it, they made it made it like if you were to hear someone say those things that she's saying like I mean, if I were her, I would reiterate. You need to understand, I know that what I'm saying sounds crazy. Like, I wish she would just, like, I know she was, like, freaking Acknowledge out. Acknowledge that. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, like, I wish she would, like, she did at a point, but, like, I wish she did that more, where she's, like, everything I say sounds like I'm insane. Every, you need to understand, though, he works in optics. He's been working I know, that's what's funny, is that she didn't bring that up enough. Like, you don't understand... He was working on trying to be invisible the entire time that we were married. Yes, it's like an like electronic the thing. Through, yeah. Like, I'm not saying that he's spiritually here. I'm saying that he'd been working on this technology, and apparently he figured it out. Right. When you say, Go to the house. Say, Go to the exactly. house. Look at the stuff. And when you sit there and say he's found a way to become invisible, and then you get put in, in, in isolation, well, okay. Like, <laughs> like you know, like... You, yeah, you, I actually didn't, you, I didn't think about that enough. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think that was my only. I think that was my only gripe. Other than that, I loved how uh, one um, how they made it where the suit wasn't some. I, I was thinking it would be some like he found a new power or something, some weird power source, or I thought it would be something weird like that. I'm like, ah, but they did it better. They made it with cameras where there'd be like one side of the camera would be filming the uh, like some others like it makes yeah. sense to me I don't know how you would do it but it makes it actually makes sense to me that an invisible suit would have ca- little tiny 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 cameras all over it um uh you know and I uh, at the same time um uh, also my my other favorite thing is that after I was done watching it I actually looked at my doorway several times before falling asleep and I'm not kidding you. <laughs> like I looked at my doorway and it would just stare for a second just because like I knew there's nothing there, but just a moment of like, like just thinking of you know, you know it's weird feeling of being watched. You know, a lot of people still have like, not still, a lot of people have issues with this movie or say it was boring or whatever. But the only movie I think that ever got me, um, like when I was home, 
Like, there's lots of movies that get me while I'm watching it, but the only movie that ever, like, still just kept bothering me after I was home was Paranormal Activity 1. Yeah. Oh, man, that was... Oh, that was such a good movie at the time. Yeah. It still is. It still is. I Yeah. I, mean, I think if I saw it for the times. first time today, it would have a very similar effect on me. Yeah, that, that movie was... That movie was really good. Even I like the second one too. I, I mean, I still stand. I like the third. We 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 watched what up to four. We went and saw the fourth one in theaters. Yeah, that's one where she's holding that flip phone camera. And yeah, honestly, I liked all of them uh, to different degrees. Uh, yeah, the fifth, except for the fifth one. The fifth one was garbage. I I, I stood by the first three. The first three, like it has an, I, I'm like it's a nice trilogy. You, you liked the third one the at third the time. One. The third one was the one where they go back to when they were kids and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the third one wraps it up nicely because it's uh, like the whole idea is I, I can't believe I remember this, but Hunter, the 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 baby, I think, was supposed to be the 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 whatever sacrifice or whatever supposed to be the new uh, god demon head thing. I don't know. Yeah, something I don't know like what's that. Supposed to happen. Something like that. But. Uh, they have the first one, which is Paranormal Activity, of course. And they have the second one where uh, Katie actually takes Hunter. Uh, spoilers. And then um, and then the third one, they go back and they explain why she took Hunter. And I'm like, oh, there you go. Trilogy wrapped up. We're good. <laughs> We're good. We don't need any more. And then they're like, here's the fourth one and a fifth one and a sixth one. Well, so there was yeah. the, the five Paranormal Activity movies and then there was one, like, offshoot. So that one took place in yeah. Mexico, I believe. Well, and actually, was... I thought that that one was yeah. okay also. It was not great, but it was okay. It was the fifth one, though. I just thought it was... It was Wasn't it the... Stu- the, the it was the, just the, stupid the, the, the all the way dimension? through. The ghost dimension, right? Yeah. Yeah, I watched half of the ghost dimension and turned it off. That was the one they had... One... Was that the one where they had the one cool idea with the Xbox oh, I don't even, thing? I, honestly, I don't even remember. I just remember I watched it with... Um... Do you remember the Xbox lights? And, like, both of us were just like, well, that was dumb. Do you remember the Xbox lights? The sensors? Yes, that was in the fourth one. That was in the fourth... Okay, I was like, that that was the coolest part of that in my book. Um, You should read what I sent you, though. I will. I will, no, I'll actually... um, I'll read it. I'm going to read it. It's not great yet, but so... what I've done is I've actually, so last time we talked, I said I was going to make myself write for an hour a night, which is yeah. kind of what it's working out to be, but what I, it's working out to a little bit less than that, but I've set it at 400 words, and uh, and I found some screenwriting but, software that I like a lot that I've been using, so. Oh, sweet. Okay, good. Yeah. The, that, that's, yeah, that's something where, uh, yeah, I would, I'm going to. So I'm 400 words is the minimum. So for instance, yesterday, it was funny, because I... I almost changed it to 300 because I was at like 250 or something like that. And I was just like, I don't know how much more I have to write tonight. But then I was like, no, keep it at 400. And I kept writing. And then I ended up writing like 700. See, yeah. Yeah. If you're doing a minimum of 400 and doing so, like that, how many pages is that? I think it was two. Nice. Okay. I'm telling you, man, if we can, if we can bust out a page a day. But um, yeah, no. What I'll do is I'm gonna go ahead and take a look. I'll t- take a look this evening, and then uh, I, I'm gonna. I'll just because I know you sent me two, and uh, I understand the the second one is to kind of explain the first one, right? So, which so which if, I do like. If I need to explain, so for instance, I didn't write anything in it again yesterday because what I wrote yesterday, what I wrote <laughs> in the notes, still applies to what I wrote yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. So. Um, 
So yeah, I've been doing that. Actually, I would say I've been doing everything I said I was going to do except for I'm not making movies. Well, hey, I mean, well, okay, so you are, you are working out. I'm are working you running? Out. I'm working on school. Uh, I haven't been running. I haven't been running this week at all. I've been going on hikes, but obviously they shut down the trails. So yesterday I went to the trail anyway and I did it. And nice. there was a sign that said it was closed, but there was also a bunch of people hiking. So, Hey, just keep your social distance and you're fine. That's, and everyone does. It's it's kind of funny. It's it's a weird feeling because everyone goes out there. You see them all, and everyone's like, like staying away from each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's I think that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, like when people are like, stay home. It's like, yeah, stay home. Well, unless you're in Italy. If you're in Italy, stay home. Just stay. Yeah, home. people have like, kids don't, out there. They're like, <laughs> it's funny. Social distancing is one of those terms that like didn't exist, and then now it will be a part of our vocabulary for the rest of our lives. Oh, probably. forever. Yeah, yeah. Forever. So it's funny because we go up there, like, so where where I've been hiking, you get to the top and it's it's all flat up there, and um, and so the kids start running around, and then parents will be like, "Hey, hey, Billy, Billy, social distancing, social distancing," <laughs> like keeping them away from other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, you know, I saw, I saw it uh, the first time I saw it. Actually, it was a meme. And I'm like, oh, that's a new term. And then I kept hearing it over and over. So I, I knew, like, the fact that it was, one, I've never heard it before, and, two, it was a meme that it was going to be in my life for a while. So, yeah, it's uh, I know it's a thing now. Um, Who knew? We're even, we're trying to, we're trying to, we have sanitizers around the house. We're trying to keep social distance here even. <laughs> Which is, you know, kind of ridiculous for, not really with Elena and me and the kids, but from everyone else, you know, because they... Like, you know, my sister, she had to go to the doctors today and everything like that. And it's not a, not, not the, I mean, it's not the, I mean, the, the doctors are there, the nurses are there, I'm sure they're keeping stuff clean, but yeah. if there's a list of places you want to be, I mean, you know, it's not number one. So there's just a lot of, um, a lot of hand sanitizing and, uh, yeah, a lot of social distancing, as they would say. No, here's um, a, so I'm supposed to be. It's, it's been weeks since I talked to my doctor, but I was supposed to be getting my blood checked regularly, and then there was a whole mix-up with my uh, health insurance, so I couldn't do it for a few weeks, and then I haven't been back to do it since all this, obviously, so it's been, uh, yeah. I don't know, a month, two months since I, somewhere in there, since I got my blood tested, but I did stop taking steroids, um, when would that be? Probably a, about a month ago, I would expect. Um, really? Yeah. Because you were... T- because you, I know you're taking a couple, right? Oh, well, I was taking just one steroid. Well, I was taking steroids. Oh, one, okay. Yeah. Right. Every day. And uh, and I feel way better. I'm. It's like kind of one of those things where like, uh, I feel like, like if my platelets drop, then my platelets drop. I don't, I don't want to, I don't ever want to take them again. Gotcha. Like I'll just not get cut. That's kind of how I feel. Right, right, right. Because, uh... It's not worth it. Like, I didn't even... It's it's a weird thing to look back and go, Oh, the, it messed with me mentally. And I recognized it to a certain degree, but I don't think... Like, when I look back, not to the degree that... Um... What am I trying to say? I knew it was messing with me a little bit, I don't think I understood how much. Yeah, until afterwards. Yeah, and now 
I definitely recognize how much, or at least I'm pretty sure I do. And I never want to be that person again. So I'm not going to, or I'm going to try not to. Well, um, I think, yeah. So anyway, all that just you. to say, I, I haven't been to the doctors. That's all, you know, I don't know. You mentioned yeah, the doctor, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's where that well, took me. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, qual- yeah, quality of life is always the most important thing, is, uh, you know. And, like, if it was messing with you that much, then, yeah. I'm well, sure you know, there's... what's funny is, so I took two different ones, two different times. I wasn't taking them at the same time. So the first time I was on them, the first couple times I was on them, they gave me these, What I don't know what they're called, and doesn't matter to right, me right, but right. they gave them to me i had to take 10 a day i think and uh and i remember recognizing it a lot then those had a, a pretty instantaneous effect on me um i remember i went and hung out with sean one time when we just walked around cardiff and and feeling like like the whole time i was with him i just felt like uncomfortable and anxiety and i had nothing to say like that was the big thing i remember like i normally sean and i talk a lot but everything that we we're doing, I kept apologizing. Like I know I'm, I'm being boring. I, I feel like my brain isn't working. Like I'm having a hard time yeah. even thinking of what to say. And it right. was weird. It's not it, like I, it's not like I wasn't enjoying myself. I wasn't enjoying myself. I wasn't miserable either. It was fine um, as far as that goes. But it was like I don't. You're just kind of numb to it. Yeah, like numb to everything and every conversation and just everything all the time. So then, um, I got on some other ones. And they affected me less, like much less. But over time, you know, I was on them for like a month or something, like like way too long, I thought. Well, I was on them because my platelets were not going up. They weren't staying up. And I don't know where they're at now either. So, but, uh, so those were not nearly as instantaneous. Like, I mean, because I, when I hung out with Sean, I'd only been on these steroids for like a couple of days and I could already feel like, oh, I'm not right. Like something's off. So these other ones, I didn't right. feel that way initially, but over time I, I would, I started feeling it and I started feel, like, why am I? And it was weird. It was like a, a bad cycle because it made me feel off um, more and more as time went on. And then as that was happening, it would make me feel self-conscious because I could feel that I was off. So then I was getting more and more self-conscious about that. Oh, and, shoot. And so then yeah, so it was you're, just you're a cycle that kept feeding sure. into each other. And it's funny because it's one of those things like now if I was ever on them again, if I had to be, I I would recognize that like you're you're feeling self-conscious. Don't like don't act out on that. Do not act out on that. You're fine. You're fine. You're normal right. or at least normal enough. You're fine. Um, but at that time... I just kind of let it get the best of me, I think. And so I was just, I was walking around feeling, um, it's not like I'm the most confident person in the world, but I had none at all, like no confidence at all at that point for, for like a good month probably. And, uh, and that's what I, I don't ever want to be there again. So, oh, um, for sure. Yeah. I don't believe yeah, Like I said, if, if, I mean, if they dropped to a certain number, I would, I would go ahead and take steroids again, but I want to be very, mindful about like okay you're feeling this way have you, have I mean, you, something you gotta do in life all the time normal? you feel this way don't act out on that you know what i mean like you feel i mean yeah. you do that all the time if you have any self-control at all you do that all the time i want to do this bad thing or whatever don't um right did did you ask them if that's normal uh well not that in particular but they know they know that it has effects on i mean it has lots of effects on everything i mean because it's okay. messing with so much of your body Oh yeah, yeah. 
<clears throat> I mean, our bodies are, you know, we're just chemistry. We throw new chemicals right. in there. Yeah, it's going to... It's definitely we're all gonna, just circuits yeah. and wires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, throwing some... Uh, I mean, just like with the virus thing, man. Like, you know. Oh, by the way, I heard that... Uh, what, what, what? Did we talk about this last time? Or what blood type are you? What? What blood type are you? Oh, I have no idea. I should know. Okay. It seems like it'd be important to know. I guess there's a correlation with the virus that um, more people with type A are getting it and... Um, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, and like if you have type O, then you're, then I mean you, you, you're the least likely to get it. But I mean, of course, you know it's case to case basis. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I felt yeah yeah I was just you know, I was wondering. I don't know what I'm I am. Uh, my my dad and I seem to think we're both O because uh, that's what I remember and that's what he remembers and he remembers mm-hmm. giving because he had to give me blood when I was when I was little. Um, okay. So that would that would make sense, but. Um, but yeah, I wonder how that works. I guess there's just there's more. I guess there's more antibodies in type O than there is in type A, something like that. Right. But yeah, I've been trying to you know find out like you know because we don't know what Elena's blood type is and the kids. I'm pretty sure Noah is type O, almost positive. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, I'm almost positive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was that was unintended. <laughs> but uh hey oh hey in the world of i know you, you don't live in this world but i gotta say i'm, I'm in the world of video games right now uh-huh. and uh i got the new doom but i'm not here to talk about that i'm here to talk about doom 2016 dude i am i bought doom eternal i bought the new one it's sitting uh-huh. here on my computer i'm re- i'm ready to play it you do you remember doom from back in the day um i never played it but yeah yeah, Doom was like the original first-person shooter, like way back in the day. Right, uh, Quake came out of it and whatnot. But and Doom is basically like you're a guy, Doom guy, and you're like it's the only I've heard this said before. It's the only game where you're the boss, like you're the boss going around just destroying, and you know, and uh, like the whole bunch of metal music follows you, like it, it intensifies when you're playing, and basically you're killing, you're destroying hell. Like, you're fighting hell. Like, the de- demons have come into, you know. So, in this particular game that I'm playing, Doom 2016, uh, scientists have found this re- this source. They've done so much experimenting with black holes or some something like that. They're basically, they're scientists that have gone too far. And they found a resource, and it turns out that it's, a, it's hell. Um, and that they found a way, a portal to hell somehow. They've uh, they've ripped up, ripped open a, some type of portal, and of course some of the scientists are like, "Oh, we shouldn't do this." Well, some are crazy and want to rip up the, open the portal entirely, and so that's what happens. And they come to Mars, and you got to fight them off, and then you end up going to hell, which I actually just did, and just fought my way back to Mars. So I'm the only guy in this this particular history's existence that fought his way to hell and back, um, and I gotta say that. I have to actually take breaks from it because it's so there's actually so it's so like dark and so and it, it is cartoony violence like it's not like Saw or like you know like Hostile or something where it'll make you sick if you watch too much of it it's cartoony violence but it's just I'm so integrated in my Christian upbringing especially and because of course you know it's 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 real to me in one to one degree or another um, regardless 
but all the all the the demonic and and all the demonic imagery and um, all the intensity of it, and also you know the heavy metal music. I mean, it, it's it's awesome. You feel like a badass playing it, but it's intense. Like it, you, you feel. You know what's really afterwards. funny? And I could be I could be wrong here, um, because I have read the whole Bible, but as you can imagine, that many pages, and I've only read through as far as the entirety of it. I've read through it once, you know. Um, so I could be wrong here. Yes, but the Bible has like zero descriptions of I know demon. it does and yeah, it's just it so it funny does, how like when zero. you say demonic uh, imagery I know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> right yeah and then you talk yeah. about how like it gets to you because of your Christian up- upbringing and I understand that too yeah. but like why why are we giving them any images at all and I mean I don't I think it, I think makes, it's little... it makes sense it's the you know uh the the Middle Ages and the Dark Ages, they were just, it, right. it makes sense because they were scared of demons or whatever. So when they would paint it in their art, they made them look as scary as possible. Yes. And yeah, that's so fair. Like that, that makes sense. If you're going to try and yeah. paint a demon, you should, it makes sense to make it as scary as possible, right? But well, like, it is I, just I funny think... how, like, how, like, that has, like, permeated, um, I mean, not just, like, I'm going to say our culture. And when I say that, what I mean is, like, American culture and pro- probably sure. through the world, you know? Um, for sure certainly through western civilization and it's just funny how like we got all that from just literally painters going like you know it would be scary this thing <laughs> well it's true but but what's what's even more fascinating than that i think is what why why did it scare the painters to begin with because if we got if we're afraid of them because of what some painter like designed I think, like you said, I think if you were to take a picture of, of one of these freaky-looking, you know, demons that actually, you know, like you pick up one of the remember the old demon book that Elena had, the demon encyclopedia, and you were to show it to some, like, person who doesn't really, you know, he's not Christian and doesn't really, you know, maybe even outside, they'd be like, that thing looks scary. Like, wouldn't you, you wouldn't want to meet this thing. I don't know what it is about us inherently. Maybe it's the teeth from evolution or maybe it's literally there's something in us that's inherently afraid of these type of things. Uh, well, know, it like is. The, I mean, because the they're literally the taking horns, all the things the... that we're scared of from a bunch of animals and then they're just, that's what I'm it. saying. Yeah. 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 yeah that's and true. Then also, and do you remember when we were talking about making a horror movie and I forget if you got this from a YouTube video or what, but like it was just talking about how if you take things that aren't scary by themselves, but you put them on something else and make it look unnatural, then it becomes yeah, scary. Yeah. So it was like, take like huge eyes. And if you look at a picture of like, like let's say Aladdin, uh, you know, they got really big eyes in that. But if you were to put those eyes on a real person, not the animation that they made, it looks right. scary. Yeah. <laughs> or if, no, you that's just true. Looked at, if you looked at someone's face and then you take away their mouth, like oh, it looks yeah. scary. You got the um, uncanny valley. Yeah. That was, that's still a thing I have sitting in my in my files that I, I would love to work on, um, uh, I actually uh, I had a name for it a long for a long time called the Glass Pier, and it was basically about a a, a, a world that I, that and I don't know again I don't have any 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 connect the dots type of where how he gets there or anything like that, but I do have a thing where a guy is essentially in the uncanny valley, like he exists, like where in uh, Get Out and Get Out. Like there's the sunken place, I believe. Like there's this place of 
you know, like terror and whatnot. Um, I have this idea of this place of, of you know, literally the uncanny, like when we talk about the uncanny valley, but this guy exists in it um, for a specific amount of time for a specific reason. And essentially, I want it to be kind of like parallel hell in a sense, where it's its own hell. Yeah. Because it's not quite like, it's not quite reality. It's just off enough to be terrifying. And I don't mm-hmm. like again. I have that. In, I have this thing, an idea in my head, and I want to execute it eventually. Um, I think maybe it'd be perfect to do this after a nice romantic comedy that we're working on. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but anyways, uh, oh, what I was going to say is uh, to finalize the, uh, the the hell thing. Um, um, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, it's not only, I think also on top of the, the, the painters reinforcing it, entertainment, um, just the idea of it being, you know, of course, like in our DNA, but also the fact that like Satanists and people who are, are primmy, primmy, privy, privy to the, a cult, they've adopted it. Like that's something that they've kind of adopted, and 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 you know, well, many of them um, have adopted uh-huh. it and and use it as a point of pride and a point of like, yeah, that's yeah, that's my shit right there. <laughs> like, you know, um, so which kind of you know makes it and in, in, in more inherently like, yeah, it's more inherently evil looking to us or or something to you know to be frightened of. Um, uh, but yeah, I think yeah, so that's, that's very interesting. Anyways, it's a really fun game. I'm trying to beat it so I can play the new one that just came out. Um, but I think it's hilarious, though. I just want to you know, like I said, I know you're not entrenched in the game world, but two games came out on the same day, and I have to I had to pick between the two. Uh, it was Doom Eternal and um, Animal Crossing, and I'm not kidding you. These two are the most Animal different Crossing games in the right world. Now. Dude, Animal Crossing is a sit back. You have your garden. You have you catch fish, and you yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you're you're just making your own little island, and you're inviting friends over, and you're picking pears and planting trees. And then you have Doom over here, and you have rocket launchers and blowing up demons and sawing them in half. And then you have me- like just like and then just metal playing, you know, like over and over. Like as soon as you get like you cut open a demon then the metal gets harder it's like and then the boss comes out and you're like spraying down all these demons that are shooting fire at you and then you go back to Animal Crossing and you know you're sitting there and you caught a oh you caught a golden fish ooh you're gonna rake up some leaves like so these two games came out on this same day and I was like what do I get and I realized that you know I would lean doom anyway I've never loved an Animal Crossing game, but I've downloaded... So what I decided is, I'm going to buy Doom Eternal, I'm going to download Animal Crossing Pocket Campus, Pocket something, for my phone. I'm going to try it out. If I like it, I'll actually buy the Animal Crossing game. If it kind of fades away, then I won't, and that'll be that. Plus, if I want to relax, I got Civ Six right now. I've been playing Civilization Six like, all the time. And that's a game I think you would love. If you got a game right now, I would say get Civ Six, and we should play it online together. It's get so what? fun, dude. It's... It's the most relaxing. It's just a turn-based game called Civilization VI. And okay. it's all about you start off at the beginning of uh, Civilization. Well, you start off at the beginning of Civilization. And you make choices. You create, you, you adopt religions. You, you create policies. You create, uh, like, you, you do research. You can choose masonry or you can choose, like, um, uh, masonry or, like, pottery or animal husbandry or... or um, whatever astronomy or astrology and you cre- you do your own thing and your your civilization grows and it takes dude like i spent uh last it was last it was one of the last sundays or saturdays that i had nothing to do um nothing like nothing and the kids were gone for a little bit or was it 
Uh, yeah, because they went because they went straight. They actually left to uh, to my my mother in laws for a day, and they just got in a car and went straight there. They didn't get out anywhere um, during the during the pandemic and whatever. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. I spent literally I'm not kidding you 12 hours playing this game, and I was about I was I still had about a hundred turns left. Like it was like four it was like four hundred out of five hundred turns. And even when five hundred turns is up, you can still go. It's just like that's one of the cutoff points to win. It's like, hey, you hit five turn five hundred. Where do you stand amongst your the other civilizations? Oh, you stand the most powerful. So you've won the power powerful award. And but they over there, they have more money than you, so they award the rich award. Um you know you know what I mean? And so it's a game like that. I'm telling you, if you get that game, we should definitely play that. Like, that's the game I've been playing lately, and I highly recommend it for sure. And you don't even need to get the DLC right now. Like, DLC's fine, but if you just got the standard game, it's like 50 or $60. But um, if you want to kill a little more time, I know, you know, you probably uh, are, are pretty pretty booked. But if you have any time to kill, yeah, Civ Six is a fun mm-hmm. time to kill. Yeah. Um, okay, so yesterday David Bazan went and played a set on Twitch. Oh, I didn't see that. Why didn't yeah, I see it that? Really, it was really cool, and it was funny because when he first got on, so he got on, he played a song, I don't remember which one, and it went okay. Um, I, I forget what it's called. I think it's called On the Way to Grandma's House. It's off the first record. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, when he started playing the next Love one, the song. reverb, or, or basically it was just something was really bad with the audio. And it was just funny because everyone was trying to tell him this in the, the chat column. But, you know, he sings with his <laughs> eyes closed a lot. So it was just funny because he played the whole song. just And you could tell his heart was really in it. And everyone's in the chat like, Dave, open your eyes. <laughs> and um, Were you one of the people who said that? No, I didn't type anything in. But it's oh, funny. Okay. Like, the, this is a weird world. I just feel like it's just funny because uh, so then Bob, you know, his manager, he's on there and he's like, he's like, uh, hold tight, guys! I'm calling him right now. And then he's like, "All right, he didn't answer. I'm calling. I'm calling someone in his house." And then you know everyone keeps just talking, talking, talking. And then he's like, "All right, I just talked to his wife. She's gonna go in and let him know." And so then like oh, thirty right. seconds after that, you can because you can't hear him, but you can see him, and you just see him like stop playing and look over. And then he he says like like oh shit or something like that. You know, <laughs> it goes <laughs> over and starts. And then it was like probably twenty minutes or something like that. They were trying to figure out the audio thing, and then they figured it out eventually. So he finishes the set, and um, he played this song. So there was this EP that came out um, that he did with someone else named yeah. uh, Sean Lane called the album was called Rare Coins and it's funny yeah, because yeah. I always buy I, I buy I every vinyl from him I buy everything from him and right. I did not buy that one digitally or or uh, vinyl like I bought it right. not at all because of a song on there called Opposite Soul that really bothered me got it um, actually I'm going to pull up the lyrics for that really fast so yeah, basically, I, this was I've never heard during it. the election or right after the election, and I just, you know, he's always had this really good uh, interaction with the, you know, because he comes from a community that he's not a part of anymore, and he's always kind of Ooh. been the bridge between those two communities, right? Sure, that's how I've thought of him. He's been very humble in that. He's been very, he's always reaching out to the other side. I really love that about him. And then, oh, for sure this song came out and I was just like you you have lost your perspective that's how I felt like you just that, like I felt like he was being a dick is what it boils down to um, what year did this come out man I was in my apartment so this is two or three years two years ago I think oh wow okay um, and obviously I loved Phoenix so you know by the next record I was like alright but um, 
So the the course for that one is uh, not opposite approaches, opposite goals, not opposite sides of the opposite post. If you need people broken to make yourself feel whole, then baby, you've got opposite soul. And like, I mean, the whole song pretty much has that spirit behind it. And, you know, he's mad, so whatever. I can't, I'm not saying he shouldn't express himself how he's feeling or whatever, but I just felt like for someone that always had perspective for a long time, to at that point go like, that's come a long way from, if I'm honest with myself, then you're my people. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, when he says that on uh, Strange Negotiations, like, this is a different spirit than that, is how I felt. So I didn't get it. So he plays this song, though, not Opposite Soul, another song off of that record. And I didn't recognize the song, but it was it was an acoustic song when he played it. And it's, like, one of my favorite things I've ever heard from him. Maybe it's just because of where I'm at right now in life. Right. Um, so I looked up the song, and I found it, and it was off of the CP, so I went ahead and bought the whole thing. And what's funny is the song is on that EP, and it's like a rock song. And as it turns out, for all of me going like, I wish he'd do more rock music, because it was cool when he did that back in Control and whatever... I think oh, now sure. I like him much more for ballads than I do for rock songs as a general rule. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, hey, I'm because a, because this I, song I can't even... when he played it acoustic it's literally top 3 maybe top 2 favorite songs that I've ever heard from him. Oh wow. And then when okay, I listen that, yeah, to the original good. one, I'm like, "Oh, it's uh the lyrics I still love, the music not as much." Okay, so basically, it wasn't acoustic on Rare Coins. Yep. Uh, so, um, you know, generally I try not to do this, um, because when you tell people about lyrics and songs, like if you read the whole song, uh, you know, they don't translate as well, because they're not being for sung. For sure. But I'm going to go ahead and read them to you anyway, because why not? Yeah, please. Yeah, is that all right? Yeah, read it to me. Okay, so the song is called Severely Dear. And I think you'll understand why, like, it, like, it just, when I listened to it yesterday, it really resonated with me, you know? Um, also, it's funny, I want, this is a rabbit trail really fast, but I wonder if he ever, so, like, John Foreman has been playing a song every day, um, on Instagram Live. Which song? Uh, John Foreman has been playing his songs, like, some of them. Oh, his songs. Know? Yeah, he's been playing a song every day, he's been recording himself, gotcha. and then posting it up so it's funny uh he has songs switchfoot has songs of uh, of hope you know yeah and it's weird listening to david bazan i mean even he said like all right i'm gonna play like the song you know i hope that like we can um you know he, he was very like this is a sad time and whatever uh and then he said something like like all right i'm gonna play a couple more songs i mean they're all they're all sad but I hope that like this is bringing you some sort of joy or something like that. And it's just funny. Cause like, I wonder like maybe he should, I don't, I don't know how to say this. Maybe he should think about that though. Like how, like, do you have it? Like, like, like make a happy anything? record. Yeah. I don't know if I need a happy record, but like, do you have, like you talk a lot about happiness. I don't think you're a happy guy. I want you to be like, I, I want him to find peace somewhere. And I know right, he keeps right, saying right. saying that he feels more at peace now, and I'm not implying that he should return to anywhere that he's come from, but, like, is what you're doing now... You know, something was said on a podcast I listened to a long time ago. Someone was talking about deconstruction. A lot of people are going through this deconstruction, but I want you to think about it. Think back two years ago. It, does anybody feel better than they did when they started this? Oh, yeah, no, I know. 
And it was just weird because that guy said that, and I, I thought, no, look, I don't feel better. I feel worse. But I don't, I mean, and this is where, what probably what David Bazan would say. I don't want to feel better by having a bunk, bunch of fake things in my life. But at the same time, you should be looking for something that is making things better for you. And I don't, I mean, happy, <laughs> happy is kind of a meaningless word. Um, it's not a meaningless word. It's good to feel happy, but I, you should be looking sure. for more than just feeling happy. But like, can you find something that brings you peace, you know? And it, it doesn't, if David Bazan's music is an indication of who he is at home, it doesn't seem like he is. That said, writing sad songs, 100% pro that. This is a sad song, but I liked it a lot, so here you go. Um, like I said, it's called Severely Dear, okay? Got so, um, this isn't what you need. It isn't what I need either. Sometimes you're left with no other way, and it's better to take a breather. I misunderstood our unspoken understanding, and I don't know if it hurt us so bad if we'd managed a better landing. And then the chorus is, uh, this may not be the end of the world, but it's the end of something dear to me. You can knock me. Okay. You can knock me for clutching my pearls, but it feels like something I should grieve. After all, this was something really dear, severely dear to me. And then, uh, the second verse is we can't see eye to eye, hear ear to ear or taste the same things. Redemption song I wanted to sing is not the song I'm singing. And then the chorus again. That that may not be the end of the world, but it's the end of something dear to me. You can knock me for clutching my pearls, but it feels like something I should grieve. After all, this was something really dear to, severely dear to me. That sounds like that sounds like a classic. Like I can hear him singing that actually. Yeah, and it's it's like one of those things where like I. It is a ballad, right? Yeah, well, on the song, it's kind of a rock song. Or on the record, sorry, it's kind of a rock song. But when he played it live, it was just an acoustic guitar. is very slow and very pretty. You know, he's got a great voice. But it's just funny because I'm like, that's been kind of the thing I've been trying to say. Like, oh, I understand all the reasons why someone would tell somebody and I would tell somebody in a certain circumstance. Like, you just need to not be sad about that thing or whatever. But it's like, right, like right. I understand why from your perspective, it doesn't seem like it, I should care. You know, you could tell me like, oh, that thing wasn't real or whatever, but like it felt real to me. <laughs> like it felt, Yeah, of course. You know, like, well, I, I feel this thing and like, um, you know, it's really easy for, for people in any circumstance to just like, what am I trying to say? To tell you why you shouldn't care about something so much. And there's some truth to that. You need to, uh, you know, I need to, and people need to often reorient, reorient. Yeah. What they care about. Yes. Or, or how much they're giving to something or, or whatever. But at the same time, um, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? (laughs) I'm trying to, I do. Yeah. Um, like it's, it's this is a this is maybe a, a shitty example, but I think about this all the time. This is because this is a I feel like much much emotionally it should be less than what I'm talking about, I guess. But it's weird how when people make fun of rich people that lose all their money and then they have to sell a yacht 
okay? And people go like, oh, poor rich man had to sell his yacht. Like, they kind of make fun of yeah. them. But I'm like, right. that person liked that yacht. And that person, like, they had vacations planned to go on that yacht. You know what I mean? Like, they right. looked forward to doing things on that yacht. And now they have to sell. Like, I wouldn't, I, I don't downgrade that being a sacrifice of sorts. Sure. No, I. it definitely is. You know, and it's it was real to that person. And Right, though, and, and so when you lose something that, like, you were banking on, you counted on, you were hoping that you would have, um, it makes sense that you, that you're, that you hurt. Right. And, and, you know, we could be the people on the outside who go, well, like, come on, we know the context, you know, like he, we see the context because we live on this, this, we, you know, we live on this level and they live on that level that we can see the forest for the trees that, you know, in retrospect or in, you know, in, in, in current respect to what other people lose, like this is nothing. You know, we could be those guys and there's a validity to that to a degree, but at the same time, I think it's, um, I think it's a real, it's a real gross side of, it is on the grosser side of someone to kind of go like, well, that's what they had to give up. Well, look what I've had to sacrifice. Like it's kind right. of on the, you know, that's something like, that's not really the attitude I think we, we should aspire to be. And though, like, I, I personally have, would have a hard time more, like, you know, having the same amount of sympathy for a guy who lost a yacht versus a person who lost their home. You know, I have, there is a difference there, and I recognize that. I'm not going to discount that this person f- feels incredibly sad about losing that. And we're saying yacht as an example of something that's not important to someone else. Like, a yacht could be as equal to, like, oh, like, I had a, I had a girlfriend, and now I don't anymore. And then you have the, that that other guy on the side that goes like, oh, boo-hoo, blah, 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 like, get over it. Like, you know, the tough guy syndrome type thing, which is happening a lot right now during this coronavirus. I've seen a lot of these people going to parties and stuff like that and whatever. Anyways, um, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's like this is something that, that was important to me, and just because, just because, to you, you know, you don't kind of see it in the same respect. Doesn't make it any less real. And I think what's funny about a song like that is it feels so personal, but it's so universal in a sense right. where like everyone has that. Everyone has that thing that matters to them so much that no one else is gonna. People are gonna be like, "What? Like really? Like that? That's that's what matters to you?" You know, um, I have I have right here. I have a Disneyland button. Uh, it's a, it's a, everyone gets a Disneyland button. It says honorary citizen of Disneyland. I'm sure you have like 20. Like I have this button, but I I keep this button, this particular one, because I won it at it was a Star Wars trivia, and um uh you know it was a, the question was um what was the first animated Star Wars character to appear in live action Star Wars, and I just like immediately said Saw Gerrera, hoping that was the right answer, and I got it. And I want a button, and now it's sitting here, and I don't want to lose this button. I want to keep it, um, and it's kind of special to me. Now that, of course, if I lose it, I'm not going to cry over it. It's not something, but it's right. still like you know. That's um, the the point is is that something that I put stock in, and someone else would be like, "Yeah, I have twenty of those." I'm like, "But yeah, but I you have twenty of those buttons. I have this button. This button is important to me." Right. You know. Um. Yeah. I mean, you can even bring that down to. A kid going outside and picking up a rock and being like, I like this rock. And it's like, look at all these other rocks, though. It's like, yeah, but I chose this one. 
Like, I like the way this one looks. Or, you know what? Maybe it's an ugly rock, and I just chose it anyway. That's the one I picked. You know? So, I yeah, it's weird. Because, like, when you... When you really like something... I'm trying to think, you know, when you love something, or you really like it, or... I'm trying... Like, I don't know what to say. If yeah. you have something or someone in your life that you... You plan on keeping. Yes. You plan on having. Whatever else happens, like, I I got this thing. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, or a boat. Or a yacht. Or a car. Or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah. the thought yeah. of, uh, of that not being there anymore, especially if it isn't... You know, like, I'm thinking of selling my truck right now. Um, right. Not thinking. I'm, I'm going to do it as soon as I can. Um, and I hate it. Like, I, I'm sad about it. But no one came and took it from me. You know what I mean? So I'm, uh, there's only so far that that sadness is going to go because that right. was a choice I made. That was a, a decision yeah. I, I, I've I've made. Um, so when things get taken from you against your will, or at least when you feel like it's against your will, um, yeah, and then other people, choice. you know, other people have their reasons when they know you and stuff to say, like, just get over it. Um, and I don't want to downplay, like, if you have wise people in your life that are saying anything like that, then maybe try and pay attention to what they're saying. Sure. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and they, there's a, there's if they're wise, there's a should line. also be very conscious of why you feel differently. Like, why Definitely. you feel the way that you feel. So that's, I guess, I don't get frustrated with people for trying to give you good advice. I get frustrated with people that get frustrated with you for feeling a certain way. Yes. Yeah. I, I I understand that entirely. I mean, if if someone is, I mean, the whole get over it thing, there's a time and place for that, but it's not on the terms of how oh you're just annoyed and you want to be like you you know you're you're basically projecting your like oh you feel good and why can't that person just feel good? I feel good right now. I'm choosing to feel good. Like you know, I yeah. have the, I have I have bills. I have this. I have that. I have this. And I choose to feel good. Why can't that person just choose to feel good? Like, that's not really a valid. That doesn't really work. Like, you, you know, it's it, it goes back to the whole like, like oh, you know, I, I'm kind of, I'm depressed. Like, no, you're not. You're not depressed. It's like no, you don't get to like I you don't get okay to, to tell me ed- I'm not depressed. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's okay to be educated on the difference between being having a sad day and being depressed. But I think if you're saying you know with you know you're uh, you know, you're old enough to understand what depressed is and you say, I'm depressed. Like, you know, you probably should listen to that person because depression comes in, in, this, in varying degrees and not one is necessarily better than the other. One might be more subtle than the other. And, you know, uh, it's just people projecting their own, you know, oh, just, just choose to be happy. Um, I used to actually uh, go by that, but but I mainly, mainly went by it for myself. I didn't, I never really thought... Like other people should do the same thing. I, I, well, would, I, I would recommend. I don't know what works for everybody. As far as same, that goes, yeah. though, for me, what I've been trying to do—not um, just recently, but you know, for a long time now—I mean, right. it's weird because I got all sorts of thoughts on how to move on from things or get over things. I've—I'm a person. I've had to do it a lot, and I've chosen to yeah. do it in a certain way. Some of those ways have worked, and other ways have not, and I've. I'd like to believe I'm dropping the things that don't work and, and holding on to the things that are. Um, 
Well, that's that's what you they're do. choosing that's to be happy though. You cannot, obviously, you cannot, or at least I cannot, choose to be happy. I cannot choose to be a happier person. What I can do right. though, and so this has been my general way of doing things for the past several years, is I can choose to live like I'm happy. Yes. Yeah, and, 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 and there is usually there is something. Yeah. Eventually, happiness will follow at some point. Um, for some things, it takes longer than others. But right. you know, so when I when I go through fits, when I'm super depressed or whatever, as an adult, I, I've been very diligent about like I make myself go and hang out with people. I make myself I make myself right. exercise a lot. I make myself I make myself eat because that's a a thing I struggle with a lot when I get depressed is not eating. Um, gotcha. And there are certain things that you just like make yourself do this thing or whatever. And that that's just for general depression. Obviously, if you're depressed right. about a certain thing, um, there might be other, other steps involved in that. And ov- honestly, in 2015, I went through a really bad uh, depression thing where I wasn't able... I knew, I knew the ways that had gotten me out of it before, and maybe I'd even would have worked in 2015. I could not will myself to get out of bed. So I, you know, right. I've, I've been in a place where I can't can't do it um oh for sure at least i felt like i couldn't it's weird like being now in 2020 looking back being like could i really not do it could i like could i have made myself do it and i know though that at that time it's not like everything i'm saying now i didn't know it then i knew it then and i felt like i couldn't so what are you gonna do but anyway severely dear there you go it's a good song you should check it out. I'm actually going to uh, I'm going to put that put that record on the uh, on my on my rotation right now because I don't think I've heard yeah. it either. Um, I did hear the the Tom Tom one that I really liked. I like that. Oh, record. so good, Low Tom. Um, Low Tom, yeah, yeah, not Tom Tom. <laughs> so good. So, um, from playing drums, so yeah, Low Tom, which I think I think it might be that might be named after a Low Tom, actually on a drum set too. Uh, could be, uh, I don't know, but. Um, yeah, actually, I like, you know, I think you are getting to a point where it's like, you're talking about the difference between, like, almost the difference between happiness and joy, you know, where joy is kind of that unfaltering right. thing that kind of sits in your center being, um, and that doesn't really change with with anything external or anything outwardly. I mean, of course, it changed. I think joy is something that slowly, like, can be changed, into something like grief and, 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 you know, like maybe you have a sense of, of, you know, uh, I don't know, you know, depression and where that takes away a lot of your joy, but there is a joy always there. It's just, sometimes it's under a lot of shit. Um, that's, that's the way I've always looked at it in, in myself. I'm, I'm and spending my whole life trying to catch that, trying to catch that joy. So dude. Yeah. And that's the thing is happiness is fleeting and there's nothing. I heard someone say like, you know, money can't buy it. Who anyone who says money can't buy you happiness doesn't know how to spend their money. And I kind of like that because I agree with it to an extent um, because I don't think happiness is permanent. Happiness is always temporary, and so is money. And so money can buy oh, that's you funny. happiness. Money, money can buy you happiness. Of course but it, it can. Can't, it can't buy you joy, though. That's not right. – that's, that's something – and that's the difference. That's why – that's why billionaires and all these people, like, you see story after story of them being sad or them doing crazy things, like, you know, you know, all that, well, I mean, Wolf of Wall Street, like, you know, like, right. there's, there's, there's just, uh, you know, there's, there's that difference, um, and joy is, 
Joy is kind of like looking at what you have and being happy with what you, and not just being happy, happy with what you have. It's, you know, I don't even like defining it. It's not something I have a hard time. Anytime I try and think about like what joy is, it's just, it just, it's just, it's recognizing that you're a part of the universe and the, you know, God is, you know, is, it's like, it's like, in it's, uh, Alan Watts has a, I think he has a chapter, it's called The Inevitable Ecstasy. That I love listening to, and uh, uh, I love you know all of his all of his uh, spe- speeches and whatever. I, I don't call them sermons; they're just talks. Uh, just a guy who just talks about what is. And um, but yeah, one of the, the inevitable ecstasy of just like in the end, it's kind of like in the end, God. Like in the end, it's okay. Like that's it's all equal in my in my in my in my head. And maybe you know maybe I'm an optimist, and maybe it's it's kind of you know that part's kind of seduced me to to a sense of being overly cynical but in the end i feel it's just it's okay like everything is fine and it's gonna be if not fine today it's gonna be fine tomorrow um it always ends up being fine uh you know i'm not in the best place you know either like i've been wanting my own independence with with the family for a while and it's just you know right uh front you know it can be frustrating um but i know it's all going to be okay regardless. And you know what? It's, and when it's all going to be okay, I'm not saying it's all going to be okay indefinitely. It's all going to be okay, and then something might happen, and then you learn from it, and something bad might happen, but then it's going to be okay again. And then I know in the end of all things, it's just like, you know, it's, it's at the end of all things, it's, it's God. You know, it's the universe. It's whatever happens, like, it's out of my control. And that's where I take just, like, every single day, man, like, just something I try to remind myself and I, I, I should, you know, I feel like I should pray more in that sense. Cause I want, you know, I'm, I'm thankful and you know, whether people are, are Christian or not, like I think being like, I think everyone's felt thankful to God or the universe or, you know, I've heard staunch atheists say like, like, yeah, I've prayed or even staunch agnostics that, you know, have no reason, you know, same, you know, mm-hmm. same thing where it's like, why, you know, I don't know if I should pray, but maybe they have more reason to pray, um, I suppose. But yeah, I just, even atheists, it's in the, they say it's in their nature. Um, and I think it is kind of in our nature, you know, it is in our nature to worship something. And if you don't, and if you don't kind of worship, I suppose, sometimes you can end up worshiping yourself a little bit. And that's where things well, that's the thing. Every, everybody, I don't care if you're religious or not. It should not be a surprise to anybody that we right. all worship something. It's just a matter of the we, thing that yes, we do. of course. And you know, there's there's and it's not, you know, it's it is something like there's that that hole filling that hole. Of course, like yeah, that's that's. But it's something everyone knows is there. Everyone knows is there. Um, right. And. And I think they can correlate with the joy that's in you if you fill it with something that feeds that. Um, and I think everyone kind of knows, in a sense, what that is, uh, even if it takes a little bit to finally kind of see it. I think everyone knows what they should be doing. And I think when you're the most sad, most depressed, you're not doing that thing that you're supposed to be doing. And I, mainly I'm talking to myself. Well, that's the other thing. It's funny because, like, for me, and this would be something that I've changed um, more recently – is like it's also so when I say act happy or whatever, I don't yeah, mean pretend yeah. to be happy. I just mean do the things that you would do if you were feeling normal exactly. or feeling happy. And, exactly. And it's not just that. This would be the part that I've changed. Also, don't do the things that you would do because you're sad. So, for instance, this isn't uh, my natural inclination. Not that I've never done it, 
but it's not my natural inclination. But if your natural inclination is to, when you're sad, I'm going to go out and drink a bunch or I'm going to go do drugs or whatever. I'm not even saying don't drink ever again. Don't do it right now. Right. Yes. Because all that does is feed the thing. It feeds the bad thing. Yes. Yeah. So, like, it's funny because I've drank, like, hardly at all for the past few weeks. And that's because I've recognized that, like, that's not good for me. When I'm in a bad spot, that's not good for me. Yeah. Um, also, and this is weird, but, uh, you know, I usually I'm very prone to listen to music with lyrics I relate to and all that. Like, people right. do that. Um, and I haven't. I've been purposefully not doing that because I'm starting to think like, and granted I was a lot younger at the time, but I remember back in, you know, 2007 when I was just like, I was in a pretty bad spot. I feel like for two years at least and maybe three. And I remember like all the music I was listening to at the time was all sad music. Cause that's how I felt. And I am wondering now, did that keep me there? Did, like, constantly dwelling on how I was feeling, like, constantly dwelling on how I was feeling sad, did that keep me sad longer? I think the first line of High Fidelity, um, I think I don't know if it's the first line of the book, it's def- I think it's the first line of the movie, uh, but, you know, one of my favorite, favorite uh, books slash movies uh, ever, um, he says, mm-hmm. what came first, the music or the misery? And, yeah. you know, like, that's always... That's always kind of like I like that line, whether of, whether or not it has an answer. Um, obvious that, that's obvious, like to you, like oh, of course the misery came for like you know they're miserable and they you know the music kind of feeds into that. But I think it might mean you know something a little bit more uh, on a on a song basis, where like you listen to something and it's like you know did did is it something where you've conjured the misery or did you already have it when going into the song and you just relate to it or did the song bring it out of you? You well, know, what I'm I trying to that's figure out right now for me is because uh, I'm just like, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't. If you don't think about it, then you won't feel it. Right. And I'm not good. I'm not good at that. That's not a good look for me. But it is weird because I'm trying to figure out right now that that maybe seems to be working better than when I would like, oh, I'm going to listen to all these sad songs. And then I'm sad at the end and I'm sad when I start them. And then I keep listening to sad songs and I keep being sad and I keep being sad and I keep being sad. I don't. I don't like being sad, so why am I doing that? Well, because I relate right. to it. Okay, well, how are you going to not relate to it when you're always thinking about it, when you're yes. always thinking about you know, this thing or your past traumas or whatever? So I, what I'm trying to do now is I am trying to figure out, because I'm not talking about repressing feelings because we all know that that's bad. Um, right, right. So I'm just right now, I'm kind of reformulating uh, a little bit. What, what, what is processing and what is uh, repressing? Because I want to process things properly yeah does that make sense so i'm not talking about like just push it down just push (sighs) it down but like you got to go through it you got to go through you got to let it hurt you got to i understand that but maybe the best method to process through grief is not by talking about the thing that brings you grief all the time because that just keeps it on your head all the time you know what i mean like it just keeps it in your head it keeps it in your heart yeah. Um, so, I, I, so you're gonna I, I you're gonna have to talk about it. You're gonna have to talk For about sure. it. But maybe limit how you talk about it, and and that's obviously for someone like me who talks a lot. Um, it's well, not. It's not. It doesn't come naturally. So I'm I'm figuring it out. I'm working it out. But 
I think I think that's honestly like yeah, I'm I'm 100 with you. That's and that's something I'm, I'm going to take to heart too and try and remind myself that you know there is a time and place for everything. There's a time to talk about it. Then there's a time of reflection and like you know you need both. Um, and then you need. I to guess reflect, that's with the course, music thing. You know, how you talk about it? Like when I think about a band like Me Without You, at the time that I got into them, they helped me process. Right, 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 right. Uh, but when I think about when I used to listen to Anne Berlin by or sorry Cities by Anne Berlin, yes, the way I was listening to it anyway, I don't think it helped me process at the time. That's what I thought it was doing, but I think it actually kept me sad longer. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing goes right now. Um, so that's why I'm just trying to be conscientious of that. So there you go. That's uh, that's my thoughts on that at the moment. <laughs> well, I can't believe it's three forty-six. It's already time. Yep. All I right. I think I went. I think I went like sixteen minutes over when I when I was supposed to be off, but that's okay. I gotta go. I gotta go feed the dogs, and then I gotta figure out what we're doing for dinner. We're uh, celebrating my sister's engagement. She got engaged. So yeah, I saw. Um, Tell her I said congratulations. Yeah, it's something <laughs> really, really quick. Is uh, yeah, she sent us this message of her. With the ring and like, yay! He, you know, we, he proposed. Dude, I thought they were already engaged. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, what is this? Like, you know, like, I, I, and then Elena's like, they got engaged. I'm like, they were already engaged. She's like, no, they weren't. Like, that's how many siblings. That's how many siblings I have. That like, if you were to tell me like, oh, your brother's engaged, I'd have been like, yeah, I think he might be. Like yeah, that makes sense. Like, Isn't he married? It wouldn't already? surprise me. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if anyone if anyone here was like, oh yeah, didn't you know Cameron and Danny are engaged too? I'd be like, oh yeah, 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 no, no. I, I mean, I didn't, but it makes perfect sense that because right. like, I, I, you know, like it, it, it's like they're already family in a way. So I just kind of like you know, <laughs> I don't know what it is right. now, but it's it's there's so many of them that I just I can't keep I can't keep track and you know. Um, I have to. I, th- I thought it was funny. I had, to, I had to apologize. I'm like, I swear, I thought you guys were already engaged, but honestly, it's just a compliment to you both, I suppose. But uh, no, but, I was. Yeah. Uh, I saw that on Instagram the other day, and I was happy about it. I was, uh, you know, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know Paige very well at all, but right. um, it was weird. I got some <laughs> some bad news uh, for somebody else um, that day, and then obviously, like, I'm feeling optimistic, uh, but. <clears throat> not like optimistic about the future, about the e- even the immediate future, but not right. super stoked on my present situation. And right. uh, and I saw that, and I was I don't know, it was weird because it was just like you know, things are shitty, but they're not shitty for everyone. And like that that made me that made me happy a little bit. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah, good. Like so. uh, especially especially because you know uh, a lot of people have that 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 the, the anti way of looking at it. Where they get mad at other people for having for having a good time, which is me. Which is me. It's happened to me before several times where I would look at Facebook or look at other and you know people I don't even talk to anymore. I'm like, man, they you know they're just showing off their their new car and their their fancy trip. And really, I'm just sitting here going like, I want to go on that trip. Like, right? <laughs> that looks like fun. Um, but yeah. Anyways, anyways, I can ramble on, but uh, yeah. All right, all right, brother. All right. Well, um, go feed uh, the dogs. Wish. Yes, figure out dinner. Tell everyone and, I said uh, hi. I will. And, uh, I promise. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, and I'll read. I'll read. I'll read that thing tonight. What? 
I'll read. I'll read that thing tonight. Oh, okay. Do it. Let me know what okay, you think. I will, and I'm going to update it between today and tomorrow. I have uh, some time tomorrow morning because I don't have, I don't have, any, I don't have to do any uh, uh, tutoring um, or you know, my, I guess the office hours don't start till Monday or something. So, okay. we'll, you know, I'll have some time tomorrow morning. But all right, brother. All right, let's um, let's shoot to podcast again within within a week and by within a week, I mean preferably like maybe Monday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's. I'm I'm always shooting for the first day. So Monday, let's shoot for Monday. All right, cool. All right.